Management is proud to present Daily Vet Life, a short podcast for equine and mixed animal veterinarians and their staffs that is focused on personal and business topics of importance during the COVID-19 pandemic. Today's episode discusses client communication of office and emergency medicine changes. Our guest is Colleen Best, DVM, whose PhD is in epidemiology. Her research has focused on veterinarian client and referring veterinarian specialist communication and relationships in equine practice. She operates her own business in Canada, Best Vet Consulting. Daily Vet Life is brought to you by Covetris, a global animal health company dedicated to empowering veterinary practices. We combine products, services, and technology into a single platform that connects our customers to the solutions and insights they need to grow. Welcome, Dr. Best. Thanks so much, Kim. I'm excited to start talking about some client interactions and how we can go forward and hopefully continue to have and build strong client relationships in in these challenging times. Well, clients expect 24-7, 365 coverage from their veterinarians, no matter the species served. So how do veterinarians communicate changes in handling those services? So I think one of the first things to remember is that Everyone is scared. And I, I know as a mom with two little kids, as well as with a dog right now, that the thought of not being able to get them the care that they might need, even if it's just sort of a, a, a regular sick visit to their physician, or, you know, I canceled my two-year-old's well, well kid checkup, you know, it's unsettling. And so it's important to remember that on top of the added worry that people are having about their financial security, the health and well-being of themselves and their family, they're also having additional concerns about the health and well-being of their four-legged family or their four-legged production animals. And so I think that remembering that many, many clients are coming in with sort of a high level of stress and arousal is a really important place to start. So when we think about how to share with them, for instance, that, you know, that their access is changing or that things are changing, their, how they respond might not initially come from the most rational place. So I think it's important to be really transparent about what's happening and that includes sharing the why. So Many practices have been working to get out in front of it, so putting out proactive notices uh, through social media or through their um, their client lists, through a newsletter or something, communicating those changes. I think that's really meaningful because hopefully that is occurring before there is an urgent time that a client needs a veterinarian and is needing um, to engage with some of the change patterns. So preparing people in advance is incredibly meaningful and will save a lot of, of big feelings and perhaps um, bad behavior based on those big feelings. I think that anytime the changes are being communicated, it's important to share the why, right? And the why is not only because of COVID-19, but it is also to protect the well-being of the client as well as the well-being of the staff. And both of those things matter because clients and veterinarians and their staff are all essential to providing care to that animal. So, you know, the current changes that many people are in, which is providing um, urgent or emergent care only, 
those changes are essential so that going forward, we are going to continue to be available to take excellent care of your horse or your other animal. So I think that tying the decisions of change right back into this is going to allow us to provide the best quality of care going forward becomes really meaningful. And I think that most people, because things are stressful, have not thought through, thought all the way down the chain of, if my veterinarian gets sick and is unable to work, then I'm going to have to find a new veterinarian and that's going to be a problem. Right? So I don't think most people go down the road, they just think this is inconvenient for me right now. And so I think making sure that it's transparent about, you know, and if it's needed, you don't have to share with every client that, you know, this is, this is for, this is in everyone's best interest in the long run, but it is meaningful to know in yourself that this is the best way to provide the care to these individuals at that time. I think some of the changes that are being made um, surrounding you know, moving to sort of urgent or emergent care is one thing, but we're, in many cases, individuals' practices are limiting who is able to be at the appointment and saying either no clients or only one client is able to be there, and they must respect social distancing. They also aren't, you know, a technician or someone will handle the, will handle the horse or the animal in order to best protect the veterinarian and the other staff. There's a very funny meme on Facebook about um, clients peering through the window and they have a very worried face trying to understand what's happening in the vet clinic without, without them. And there's the vet, the staff on the inside just sort of smiling, thinking, gee, this is great, no clients. <laughs> so it, it, I, I would recommend looking it up. It's very funny. But it's also really important to remember that that insecurity that's coming from, from, the, from the client not being able to be there or feeling like they can't reassure their horse or give them that pet, that's really tough for them to manage. So being compassionate and giving them space to respond that way, giving them the time to come around and saying, you know, I, I, I do see why this is necessary, even though it's unfortunate. Um, I wish statements are, are a really powerful tool and I really like them I really like them in the current environment. I use them a lot in our, our family. I wish it were different. I wish this weren't happening. Uh, you know, you could also do, I'm looking forward to when we don't have to do this anymore. Right? And what that helps share is that it's it's not perfect for you either. Right? It's It's not your choice. Right? But this is the best, the best that can be done at the time. And so I think that really remembering as much as possible to listen and to listen to what is and isn't being said. You know, we start to lose a lot of nonverbal cues when we aren't in the same place and time as a client. And so, you know, trying our best to be patient, to find common ground with the client, to work with them to find a solution that's going to be acceptable. Um, one local barn here, they do like a daily Facebook Live event, or they send videos and, and, and an amusing sort of horse annotated update. Um, and that's for their borders, but it's one way of the staff really respecting that it's really hard for the owners not to be there and doing their best to maintain the connection between the client and the horses during this challenging time. 
so you know they got really creative they they got fun they're using technology but they're also recognizing the emotional impact and trying to mitigate that and i think that as as veterinary professionals we need to think about okay how can we do that how can in this situation we communicate changes with compassion we're going to hold our ground you know i'm not saying you should compromise what what makes you feel safe what makes your team feel safe but how can we get creative to also have the client feel reassured that we're still here their horse is going to be able to get good care you know to be transparent and accountable for not only the changes but what might be happening in an appointment that they aren't able to be there and and lastly because i'm sure i've talked for more than five minutes I would also encourage transparency around um, sort of what what is happening right now versus what might be happening in two months. So, you know, right now we're on emergency only, and maybe someone's really worried about getting their preventative care done. You know, if you live in a seasonal climate, you know, we usually start doing spring vaccines now. Okay, well, you know, those can be delayed a little bit, but at some point we do need to get vaccines in because, you know, the vector-borne diseases are coming back with the resurgence of of mosquitoes and so on. So, you know, you can also talk through that to help remind the clients that you are looking after the horse, you have thought this through, you, you are, you know, preventative care matters to you. It's not something that's just optional and can be canceled without acknowledgement of, of the consequences of that. So again, that's helping the client know that you do care for their horse. You are making choices that in, to the best of your ability are going to be you know, good for the horse in the long run, as well as for the safety of yourself and your staff and the client. Okay, well, you've given, I think, uh, veterinarians and their staffs a lot to think about and some good tips on, you know, communicating with uh, their clients during this, this kind of scary time, as you said. Thank you for listening to Equimanagement's Daily Vet Life podcast, brought to you by Covetris. Join us every weekday for a new episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Daily Vet Life, and thank you to our sponsor, Covetris. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Daily Vet Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Follow Equimanagement on Facebook or send us an email at kbrown at aimmedia.com. Daily Vet Life is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.